Heroes of Welcome to episode 274.5 of Heroes of Handheld, the podcast dedicated to handheld gaming. We like to cover such consoles like the Nintendo Switch, the 3DS, 2DS, mobile, uh, iOS, BlackBerry, Nokia, 3410s, uh, whatever phones have there been, the, the Pebble from Motorola, which was a cool phone back in the day, and maybe even Samsung and Android if we feel up to it. In the past, we've covered such topics as PlayStation Vita, PSP, 3DS, 2DS, and uh, everything in between. I think I've already said those, but you get the idea. We like to talk about handheld gaming devices. I'm Colin, I am one of your hosts, and I'm normally joined by Mr. Pearson off of uh, London fame, but unfortunately, he couldn't be with us this, this week due to life stuff. Life stuff, because life is annoying. I mean, unfortunately, as much as, you know, I put the time into this podcast and basically what I do is um, when we're not podcasting I just sit here in this office very quietly don't say much and don't talk until Wednesday rolls around again and then I start talking again and we do the podcast and that is pretty much my life my life is the podcast but not for Chris he has a life outside of the pod realm unfortunately so for this week it's just going to be me and going to go through some news stories involving the world of uh, handheld gaming and then we're going to get out of here and let you enjoy the rest of your gaming week. So uh, let's get straight into it. And before I actually get into the news stories, I want to talk about a game I've been playing this week. And I picked this up last week on Nintendo Switch. It was on offer. Um, they had the Black Friday deals and the Cyber Monday offers uh, on the Nintendo Store. And this game is one I hadn't come across before. And its name is uh, My Memory of Us, which is a really cool little puzzler game. And um, it was about £1.79, I believe. It was down like 85% because originally it was £13.99. So I could not say no to such a fantastic deal. So I downloaded it. I had no idea what it was. I've started playing it and it is really, really good. It's a charming little game. Uh, it's in black and white and it's a really interesting puzzle game where you play, play as two different characters and each one has different abilities you play as a girl and a boy um set in um it's like a cyberpunk sort of world where it's a war but it's a war against robots but it's like sort of you know not 40s 50s era sort of um world and the girl can run the boy can hide uh the girl has a slingshot the boy has a mirror where you can blind people and you basically got to use different abilities and um each unique skill to get through each level to avoid getting captured by the guards uh, and it's a really interesting game the art style is beautiful it's a, a gorgeous game and it is really great and it's told from the perspective of a um, bookstore owner who's reflecting on his youth where he met this young girl so it'll be interesting to see where the story goes as well um, and it really does mix up the gameplay it doesn't get stale at all they really do add new uh, features to the mix as you get familiar with one type of gameplay element new ones are thrown in so it's a really good game it is a really great price as well so I'd even recommend getting this at full price at 14 quid which would probably be around um, probably yeah, 13 
14 12 dollars or whatever so definitely worth it it's called my memory of us and it's a really cool game i do have a bad feeling it's probably going to be a sad ending because it's that sort of a uh, world and game but uh, we shall see so wanted to uh, quickly mention that and also i've mentioned this before we talk about pokemon go quite a lot on this podcast and of course there's a variety of events going on in pokemon go um, for december there always is great things going on but last week, I probably mentioned this, in Pokemon Go, you get special research tasks, which you have to do, um, adds an extra element, you've got to do search with certain things, like catch a certain amount of Pokemon, and battle in gyms, win raids, things like that. And I mentioned last week that in, I've, got, I've actually got three, I've only got two now, but I did have three special research tasks going at once. And um, that was the Team Rocket one, the Thousand Year Slumber one, and also the Halloween one from this year, which I still hadn't completed. But now I have, because one of the tasks was you had to win five raids. And um, I don't really play raids that much. I'm quite a solo player when it comes to Pokemon Go. And obviously raids are for teams and for a lot of people playing at the same time. So those ones are annoying. But on your own, you can easily do one and two star raids by yourself. And... I managed to um, do a couple of one-star raids to finally get that research task. And um, a new gym has actually appeared down the road from where I live. And it's really interesting because normally gyms are associated with uh, like landmarks or certain buildings or certain areas. But one that's just randomly appeared in the game, and it was very recently this gym just materialized, it is a post box around the corner from me and the name of the gym is like local post box and that's all it is. It's in the middle of like a, oh, just a random urban street. It's very strange. Um, but the other day I was just looking on Pokemon Go and I saw there's a one star raid at 10 minutes left and it's freezing cold. It was a few days ago about um, nine in the evening and I told my fiance, look, sorry, I've got to go. I've really got to do this. And I literally grabbed my coat, ran out and just drove down the road to this gym. I had to de-ice my car as well. Uh, go into the gym, sat by this, um, post box and just did this one star raid to finish the research task so my dedication to the cause there faultless i must say um so yeah i just want to quickly mention that and i'm also going to quickly do my uh, nintendo not nintendo what am i on about the wizards unite event news of the week we've got a new brilliant event loads of events going on um this christmas season and the new brilliant event is called the christmas calamity and this is part one uh there's special um brilliant research tasks and you're going to start seeing characters from the yule ball from goblet of fire appearing in the game you get victor crumb and hermione granger stuck in a large glass bauble uh you've got madame maxine and hagrid being chased by a goblin and you've also got angela uh, angelina johnson and Fred Weasley being um, uh, not chased as such but like a weird snow flurry above them and they're really great animations on them and that is one of the things I love about um, Harry Potter Wizards Unite is the attention to detail on the characters and the art style which is really really high end I have to say I love the animation on Hagrid and Madame Maxine in particular um, and it's just cool you know I love these events and they're very festive and they're actually quite cute as well because they're all in couples and all lovey-dovey and it's all just very very pleasant and um, of course there's special port keys there's um the new rune stones so you can get the special get up get the pictures in the uh special brilliant registry pages so yeah it's cool um you know these events keep me playing wizards unite i've recently recently got to level 25 which is cool um i've said before that it does get quite stale sometimes but by adding these brilliant events it does make it interesting um you know how how 
they can continue like this, I'm not sure because you know having brilliant events every single week, you know, might become a bit stale. But at the moment, really digging it, so it's all good. So I go between the two quite a lot actually. Pokemon Go and Wizards Unite um, got me hooked. Love it. So uh, that's your Wizards Unite and Pokemon Go discussion for the week. So I'm just going to quickly cover a few more topics which were handed to me by our good pal Chris. So let's start with this one here. And that is the fact that Yacht Club has revealed the sales for Shovel Knight on Nintendo Switch. And they've said that 25% of total sales for the game, Shovel Knight, have been on Nintendo Switch. Now that is crazy because Shovel Knight has had a really great life since it first appeared on kickstarter um i don't know how long ago it was i'm gonna google that actually i think i remember when this back in the early days of this podcast we spoke about shovel knight being on kickstarter that's where a lot of games had their lives um 2013 was when um it was on kickstarter around when we started the podcast actually and it came to uh uh, PlayStation Vita as well it was quite a big game on there and it was all over the place i'm just looking at all these different consoles there's back then it was 3ds wii u oh gosh here's how old it is but um it's had a great life and it's really interesting to see because it's not been on switch that long the fact it's got 25 percent of the total sales it shows it's definitely found a market on the nintendo switch and potentially a lot of people who hadn't played it before picked it up i mean a handheld mode is obviously the best format for this game so having it on nintendo switch where you can go between the handheld mode um, and the docked mode on the TV is just you know, a great option to have. So that's really great to hear. And, you know, we go back, we look back to the podcast from years gone by when we used to have negative things about Nintendo, sorry, PlayStation Vita all the time. It is really nice to have all these positive things about the uh, Nintendo Switch and how it's obviously increasing sales potentially for uh, these game developers. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, 25%. That's a quarter of the sales since 2013. And that's just, you know, absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. So that is some good news there. Right, so let's move on to the next piece of news. Uh, and that's the fact that Ubisoft has showed its support for Nintendo Switch's Chinese launch with an exclusive Rabbids game. So we had the news last week that the Nintendo Switch is going to be launching in China, finally. Uh, so it's going to be launching next week in China, which is great for um, our Chinese gaming uh, handheld gaming players uh, but we've really we've got more information as to what games will launch with the game and this has come from Ubisoft who are actually backing um, this release and are going to have four games that will launch um, for Switch when it launches in China next week so the four games that you're going to get if you are in China you get a Nintendo Switch uh, you will have uh, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle Just Dance the fantastic Rayman Legends, which is just an absolutely brilliant game, and Rabbids Adventure Party, which is actually an exclusive to the Chinese um, version of the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that game, Rabbids Adventure Party, was created by Ubisoft Chengdu, uh, which is a Chinese exclusive. So that's cool. It looks very similar to Mario Party, that game. So potentially we're not losing out that much. But um, yeah, it's good to see You know, um, Ubisoft supporting the Switch in uh, other territories. And it'll uh, be interesting to see how it sells in China as well. Um, I mean, everyone should be able to access Nintendo Switch because it's just an absolutely brilliant, brilliant, brilliant console. So yeah, that's all good all good in the hood so yes let's move on to the next so last piece of news is the fact that link from zelda games is coming to super mario maker 2 uh, playing as link comes with a whole new varied move list uh, he can fire arrows in multiple directions pull out bombs on command ground slam with his sword and dash forward with his sword out 
Uh, and with these new new moves, the, possi the possibilities it comes up for temple-like puzzle solving, and even custom-made boss battles is definitely intriguing. So yeah, Link coming to Super Mario Maker 2, which is great news for everyone. Absolutely everyone. So I think that's all I'm going to give you this week. We're hitting just gone past the 13 minute mark on the podcast and I think that's all you need for this week. So next week me and Chris should be back same time same place giving you more content and more news. But if you did want to contact us in the meantime you can email us heroesofhandheld at gmail.com. You can tweet us at handheldpodcast or just google Heroes of Handheld Podcast and you'll find us all over the darn place. We're on Spotify. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever good podcasts are distributed, that's where we will be. So do get in contact if you've got anything to say. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we hope you're having a good start to your Christmas season. Um, I've already lost Whamageddon because I've heard Last Christmas like 50 times. And the fact me and Chris went and saw the Last Christmas film a couple of weeks ago, not together, but we both saw it means that we pretty much lost it straight away anyway so uh right thank you for listening everybody we'll be back same time same place next week in some shape or form uh thank you very much good night goodbye